You're now tuned in to Sox Fans with Attitude. We got Ken Wu, the mayor of White Sox Twitter. Spook Jess, nobody keeps it realer. Mr. Loud and Boisterous himself, King Mac. And this is brought to you by the Bad Guy Radio. What you shaking your head for, man? I see you. Oh, uh, I I just heard you still got that Nick Madrigal soundbite. Even though we got the new, fresh, new intro music, you got the Nick Madrigal soundbite. He's got two RBIs on the year. It's in August. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, yeah, well, Nick Madrigal soundbite ain't going nowhere. That's like my uh my tag. You know how you know people who produce music they had a tag in there. That's that's like my tag, man. So it ain't going nowhere. All right, Scotty Storch. Yeah, maybe you can get uh, Hogan to do a tag for you or something. I don't know how he would do it, but that'll probably make you feel real special. That would be wonderful. But uh, we got a new uh, personality here on Bad Guy Radio. Uh, I'm pretty sure on White Sox Twitter, everybody knows who she is. How you doing, Spooky Jess? Doing good. How are you? Doing good. I can't complain. Drinking out of the Packers cup, coming in hot. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, I despise that <laughs> other, a little bit. What other but... way do I know, you know? <laughs> you know, I yeah, I don't like to pack his glass myself, being a Bears fan, but, okay. you know, to each his own. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Go Raiders. Oh, you had Devontae Adams. We stole so your gonna, boy. We stole the. I'm not going to root against. Her. I'm not going to root against him. So I think we might be allies this coming year. Uh, Unless we play each other, obviously not it's over with. But <laughs> the, the Raiders choke every year. I mean, every year look positive for them, and then they go down in flames. Something happen well, all the time. <laughs> I think they, they lost their whole team time. last year. Some type of incidents. <laughs> Everybody was yeah. leaving the team last year. Too much partying in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, that got to be a hard place to play, though, if you think about it. Oh, for sure. You know, party time, probably, on the strip. Probably not much else to do either, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, hiking, go to the yeah. desert. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I could be. A, I don't. I don't think I've never been, be. but especially not being like them guys, young. Some of them, 21, 22, 23 years old. All that action. They first. They first got a taste of money. Oh, first yeah. a bit of action in Vegas. They they're going hard. That's what happened to to Rugs, and then, now he now he's doing like ten years or something like that. So oh, there's wow. a wasted first round. Pick. I didn't know that they gave a man <laughs> ten years. I'm not sure. I think so. Something. I think he's got something like that. That is wasn't absolutely. It, I mean, crazy. wasn't it like vehicular manslaughter? Didn't he kill someone? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Driving like 120 miles an hour right into somebody. <laughs> Man, he's lucky he didn't die. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Man, that's that's wild, man. That that's crazy. Yeah, One mistake can cost you your life and somebody else's life. Yeah. And he his mugshot, he had his neck brace on, right? I he think so. Yeah. I yep. was like, yeah. he was starting to become promising too. <laughs> One yeah, bad, a- one bad move. I have a really good friend who's a huge Raiders Raiders fan, and we, yeah, he always 
snaps me about it or says something and he's like, this, this fucking tea or like, you know, it's always something. I'm like, yeah, that's it's always that something. Suck. Hopefully and, not this year. They're looking good this year. Well, if you had Devontae Adams on your team, I don't think you're going to come in last. So, yeah. Well, you still got to go against Mahomes, and now you got uh, Russell uh, Wilson over there. So, I heard reports out of Denver that Russell Wilson isn't uh, isn't impressing uh, the the new team very much. I don't know, I don't know how much to believe that. But. You know, he's an older guy. He may be taking camp a little lightly right now. Got to yeah. get tuned in, you know. But we'll yeah. see. I don't know how much talent they got. I don't keep up with the Broncos, you know. No, not at all. I just know the West is it's going to be pretty tough, though. You got the, the uh, Chargers, Raiders, the Chiefs. That's a pretty tough uh, oh, yeah. division, though. I mean, they probably got four of the best teams and, you know, four of the best 15 teams, probably, I would say, are in that division. It's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that, yeah. And then being in the AFC period is kind of tough, too, because you got uh, Josh Allen up and coming with the uh, Buffalo Bills, and then you got uh, your boy Justin Burroughs over there with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So AFC going to yep. be pretty tough, man. And the Tennessee always finds their way in it. But I will yeah. say it's going to be kind of cool to see uh, – well, I won't say cool, but just interesting to see Carr with some, you know, all this talent around him now and see how he performs, you know. Yeah, he's never had it before, so we'll see how it goes. And his best friend in the division now, who used to be on the team with him, Khalil Mack. So he'll be chasing him around for a couple of games. Before he gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he getting older. He getting older yeah. now, you yeah. know. Speaking of getting hurt. Tim Anderson on the shelf, four to six weeks. What do we think about that, guys? Like I said, I wasn't able to watch a game all weekend, and I tweeted that today. I was like, were there any signs of him being hurt? Because, like, I had no – like, I was like, where did this come from? I had no idea, like, what like what happened. I mean, they showed the middle finger of his left hand. Yeah, they showed a play today uh, during the first game broadcast where he checked his swing, I guess, on Saturday. And he winced when he checked his swing. But that's all they showed, and I guess that's what did it. I don't know. Yeah, someone replied to my tweet and said that as well, but I yeah, I, I, I didn't see it. I was just like, I had no idea. But it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, if we make it to the playoffs, I don't know. It's like it kind of would almost be fitting for this season because of how many injuries we've had and how kind of absurd it's kind of been. And if we could pull it out of our ass in the second half without Tim, and then Tim comes back for the postseason, let's try and get the optimism going. Yeah, maybe they could have some momentum. But we don't have to be optimistic. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm optimistic, believe it or not. I've been saying this entire season. I believe the White Sox is going to make the playoffs even when they was below 500. So I'm on. I mean, we've had so many – you know, trials and tribulations. So never know, honestly, but it's definitely going to be tough. I mean, we just need his offense. You know, we need people to step up and hit the ball. So. Right. Well, you know, I, my personal feeling, you know, it sucks. I, he, he gets things going when he's, especially when he's hitting well, problem is he hasn't really been hitting well for two months as well on top of that. So, 
they ha- also had their best month in July, and that was his worst month. So hopefully it won't hurt them too bad. I mean, over the long haul, it's going to hurt them eventually. But hopefully they'll be able to weather that storm. Uh, if Jimenez keeps hitting well, hopefully that'll help out. So it's not like he was carrying the team, you know, and, and then he went down or something like that. So he wasn't doing that well, and he went down. Maybe they could still weather the storm. I don't know. The problem is, I mean, Tim stirs the drink. He's kind of the energy of the team. You know, you can see that. I mean, he gives them a lot of energy. Uh, For sure. I think the White Sox, though, they have enough talent, you know, and I don't think the Tim Anderson injury is a a legit excuse for them not to make the playoffs. You got Eloy Jimenez. You got Luis Robert. You got uh, Yoan Moncada. You got... Yasmani Grandel, you know, so it's not like this lineup is just terrible. You know what I mean? It's still a very serviceable major league lineup. And then when you look at the pitching staff, I mean, you got Dylan Cease, who's pitching like a legit ace this season. I think Michael Kopech has done well. As a matter of fact, he might surpass my expectations. I don't know how many innings he got now, but I said I'd be shocked if he go past 120 innings. And then you got uh, Johnny Cueto. I mean, he's like, I don't know, he seemed like he's found the fountain of youth. He's kind of returned to some of his uh, San Francisco giant days. And who knows? I mean, Giolito, at least the past few stars, seem like he's figuring it out. So, I mean, you got a good pitching staff. You got a solid bullpen. You got a very serviceable lineup. You're in a weak division. I mean, the, the Indians, I mean, or the Guardians now, I don't see how – Honestly, how they're doing it. <laughs> I don't want people to. I, you know, I don't want people to cancel us. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, cancel you for that one. But you, but they, they got one guy. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the kid from Oregon. I don't. I don't want to butcher his name, Quam or whatever his name is. Don't get me wrong. He's playing pretty well, but they got one guy. Like they got. Ramirez, that's the guy, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know how he's carrying that team like he is, but he's doing it. They I got just, good pitching, too, though. They and do got solid pitching. That's their true. Their bullpen's lights out, too. Yeah, they bullpen is lights out. They got Class A at, at the uh, the back end of the bullpen. But to me, the White Sox overall, they have the better team in the division. Now, mm-hmm. will T.A. injury hurt or does it suck? Yeah, it, it does because he is, like I said, that emotional leader for the team. But to me, the division is weak. I don't think our schedule is that tough going down the stretch. I mean, we play the Twins, the Guardians, I think the Orioles, which is your second team, and then oh, yeah. uh, the Astros. So it's really not – if you can just win the series – Against those teams, take two out of three, and if you have a four-game series split with them, so, you know, it'd be two and two or whatever, I think we can still make the playoffs. And I think we can still win the division by, like, two or three games. It won't be the ten games everybody expected, but it's still solid. And when you make it to the playoffs, that's all you can ask for. You never know what's going to happen. And I wrote down something before we started the pod. I mean, in 2006, the Cardinals – was 83 and 78. They won the World Series. 
Way back when, when I don't even know if Ken might have been out of high school at this time, but in 1987, the Twins won the World Series at 85 and 77. Come on, man, I was seven years old. (laughs) (laughs) 2000, the Yankees won at uh, 87 and 74. 2004, the Giants won at 88 and 74. And 2021, the Braves won at 88 and 73. So I don't think necessarily your regular season record has any bearings on what actually happened in the playoffs. I think it's more important what type of baseball you're playing when you get to that point. So let's say the last two weeks of of, uh, September or whatever, one week in October, the White Sox are going into the playoffs hot. Then to me, that's more important than what their actually, what their actual record is going into the playoffs. Well, when you talk about that, Sorry, with playing baseball, playing good baseball, it's like that consists of not making stupid mental errors like base running or field errors or any anything like that. If you're playing like a little league team, it doesn't matter if you have a record of 100 and whatever. I mean, although that probably wouldn't add up well. But, yeah, playing good baseball, it's exactly what it is. I mean, I think with Tim being out for the next, you know, six weeks or whatever, that will definitely be our biggest test. Um, we've played without Luis, we play without Eli, like that has sucked, you know, equally power hitters and stuff. And, but I'm, I'm interested to see who steps up because like you said, Tim is a big leader in the clubhouse. Um, I mean, obviously Abreu is Abreu, <laughs> but I'm interested to see other people kind of see who steps up, steps in. I mean, I feel like we've lacked some fire under our ass at many times in this season, um, even with Tim or Abreu. But I am I want someone to, like, come in hot and just really take some responsibility and just get it going, pick it up, just get out there. I mean, I want – I mean, Eloy has that energy always, right? Mm-hmm. I want him to really come through and step up. But, I mean, he needs to hit the ball, so – and also not get hurt. But <laughs> – I mean, you make a great point. Who 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 will be the spark plug? I mean, since Eloy came back, honestly, he has been hitting pretty well. I think like two days ago or whatever, two games ago, he was like batting 500. He was like 16 of 32 or something like that. I think the big key with Eloy is more of his power, especially since this team lacked power. We need Eloy to be that power guy. And if we get that from him, We'll be good. I think the most important thing, and I'm not a Yoan fan or a Grandel fan, as far as like I just think sometimes they some lazy players. I don't think they live up to, you know, the hype that a lot of people uh puts on them or how people hypes them up. But to me, if we can just get them to be average, if we can get Grandel to be average, we can get Yoan Moncada to be average, that'd be a huge help to this lineup. Like today uh, Yoan Moncada hit a home run. That's huge. Like, if we can get some production from Yoan and Grandel, I think this team will be better off because I just can't see. And this with even me not being a huge fan of theirs. I just can't see those guys playing this poorly for an entire year. So, to me, they got to have some type of hot stretch in them just to get their numbers to – you know, a decent territory, you know, just to get their batting average up to like 230 or whatever the case may be, you know, they got to have a hot stretch in them. So I'm, I, I agree with you, Spook, as far as like 
we do need a spark plug. I agree that Eloy could be that guy because he does have that power. But to me, the most important thing and the only way we're going to go anywhere, especially without this Tim Anderson, you know, with Tim Anderson being out, is if Grandel and Yohan Moncada steps up. To me, that's the most important thing. I'm going to go, you know, at the beginning of the year, we all talked about, you know, oh, this Luis Robert should be an MVP candidate. He should be an MVP candidate. Well, here's your here's your time. You're not going to win the MVP this year. Sorry, that's Aaron Judge, most <laughs> likely. Uh, but let's go. Take the bull by the horns. You're supposed to be the guy. You're the guy. Everybody's saying is the best player. King Mac, you said he's Willie Mays. I he's said Willie he Mays. had Willie Mays potential, man. I did <laughs> not say <laughs> it was Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Says, no, no, come on. He's got to come through in September, August and September this year. Get us into the playoffs. Carry us. Put us on his back. Uh, yeah. I think he's the guy that's got to do it because he kind of, you know, he's still having a decent year. I mean, he's yeah, about he batted 300. He's, yeah. yeah, he's hitting yeah. okay. But it's you not want more. superstar. It's not that superstar level that you think he's get, he should be at. It's know? okay like, to say, Ken, you want more. I mean, I, like when I look at Luis Robert, honestly, and Yoan Moncada as well. Especially Yoan Moncada when he came from the Red Sox. It was like, this is how a baseball player is supposed to fucking look. It's the same thing with Luis Robert. Like, you look at just, you know, him as a, a baseball player. You're like, man, this is how a fucking yeah. guy is supposed to look. It's like, if he stepped off the bus, you know, to, coming into a game, you'd be like, oh, that's the, that's the fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just has that look. And I agree. Like, I expected Robert to be... A superstar, you know, and those those were my expectations for Luis yeah. Robert. I thought he was going to be that White Sox generational talent, and I don't want to sell Jose Abreu short because Jose Abreu is an MVP. Jose Abreu has been a great player for the White Sox, but I always like to say we haven't had a generational talent since Frank Thomas, and maybe if you want to go Chris Sale as a pitcher because he was pretty dominant when he was here. But it was right. like Luis Roberts supposed to be that guy for me. You know, I, I, I pegged him as a guy that could easily be like, and I'm not saying 30-30 every year, but he was a guy that could accomplish that, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. So I, I expected that out of him. But the problem is it's weird with the white sides. None of these guys can stay healthy. Like yeah. we can't get a full season out of any of these guys. It's like – the White Sox are the only team in the MLB that has only one player that's played 90 games so far. Just mm-hmm. one. You know, like none of these guys are able to really stay healthy. And I guess if you want to criticize Han, which you can't, you criticize him about spending money on the bullpen as much money as he has on the bullpen. That was his choice. That was his strategy. But the one thing I guess you can crit- criticize Han is, he didn't, knowing that his guys have a tendency to get injured, he really didn't add any depth, you know right. what I mean, or or bring in some guys that can kind of supplement, you know, for those guys when they go down. I guess, I guess that's one criticism you can have, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Robert's season. He's been in and out of the lineup, but – I don't know. It's almost like he's sleepwalking through it and just kind of, you know, he's putting up so little numbers here and there, but it's not like he's really 
really doing the damage. And I think that's why what we need. So I'm hoping, like Jess said, somebody steps up. I hope it's him. Yeah, now's the time, literally. Now's the time. Let's, Let's do it. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Yeah. We, as far as shortstop, you know, you got Leary and you got Sosa. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, is Didi Gregorius is available. Do you go <laughs> sign him? I don't think that would be bad. I mean, you... At this he point, struggled this year. He has struggled. There's no doubt. I mean, but, but the whole white size line. I mean, for the yeah. most part, most of the players we were depending on has struggled or been injured. You know what I mean? I guess like the only one you could say who who has probably exceeded expectations would probably be Vaughn. And don't get me wrong, like Abreu was having a great year, but let's be honest, we're used to having more power numbers from right, Abreu. Right. You know, we used to seeing Abreu. Get it? We know he mark him in from two eighty to three hundred to thirty to thirty five home runs, a hundred RBIs, a hundred and twenty five RBIs. That's what we used to pencil in for a brave. Like I said, he's having a good season, so I don't want to poo poo on him. But the power is lacking. You know what I mean? As far sure. as yeah, I mean, this year, all of us, the whole team in general is lacking home runs overall. So. That's another thing too, going back to, you know, playing good baseball. Like we've, since we haven't been hitting that many home runs, at least as many as we should per se, Mm -hmm. it's like, you got to hit the ball. And I feel like what we've kind of been struggling with is stringing together hits Mm. as in (laughs) scoring runs, (laughs) but like stringing together hits. Like, you know, I feel like it's just, you gotta get, get get them on, get them over, get them in. And it's like, I feel like we've been struggling with that too. And you have to build the roster to do that, though. Like, you know, yeah. the Twins yeah, in the well, 2000s yeah. and, and the Cardinals in the 80s. Like, they were built to come up with these hits and steal bases and, and you know, take extra bases. But when you got guys, all of the team has leg injuries, you can't really do that. So now you you need three, four hits in an inning. And even today I saw, you know, two outs. I think it was Eloy got a hit and, and Robert or Abreu got a hit. Mm. And you needed the third hit to get a run. And you couldn't, you couldn't get, get it. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Right. That seems to happen a whole lot for this team. And they've been they terrible. So many hits. And they've been terrible. Sorry to cut you off, kid. And they've been yeah, Tory no. and uh, terrible in situational hitting. Like, they've had guys on third with less yeah. than two outs plenty of times this yeah. year and couldn't get the job done. Look how many times we have had bases loaded this year and couldn't get the job done. So, that's, that's that's the one thing give me hope about the White Sox. It's like if you really look at this year, a lot of the times they've been defeating themselves. There's a lot of self-inflicted wounds, whether it be defense, whether it be not having good situational hitting, and it's been like that all year, right? And the lineup haven't been together as a whole. Like now it's still not because T.A. out, but at least you got like 95% of what your normal lineup would be. So it's like we haven't had that really all season. So that kind of gives me hope as well. It's like let's see what these guys can do once they're in the lineup every day getting their ABs. Like let's see what type of production, you know, they can have. And I don't like to give Ken credit because he does love the home run so much. But he absolutely right. The White Sox, since I've been a fan, since he's been a fan, you know, the way they win – is hitting the ball out of the, the ballpark. And I don't think this year, I don't even think this year they on pace to get like a 150 home runs as a team. No, like, not. 
They're not even at a hundred. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's it's great. I think Aaron Judge has as many home runs as our one, two, and three hitter. Some one, two, three, and four hitter combined. Something crazy like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So hopefully, Eloy adding power to the lineup. If Robert can, if he can stay healthy, and Robert can stay healthy, they add some power. Um, I just think like what. Ken said it makes a lot of sense. Like, the Cardinals was built for that. The Twins was built for that. I don't think the White Sox are necessarily built for that because we do – we have guys who can run the bases really well, like T.A. and Robert, but we have a lot of guys who, if they don't hit for power, they don't really matter because they strike out a lot as well. So they're not really right. contact hitters. You know what I mean? Like, I don't – if Grandel – if he doesn't give us 20 to 25 home runs, it's almost like his bat is useless. So we need that power production that he, he provides, you know what I mean? Because he's not going to be a guy that's going to be a 300 hitter or that's going to consistently hit the ball well and make contact. He's going to be a guy that's going to strike out in some, you know, situations where it kind of hurts you where it's a guy on second and he need to be moved over the third or whatever the case is. But I will say this, and some fans are going to get mad. I wish sometimes Tony LaRusso get a little bit more creative as far as since he know the offense is struggling. When he has an opportunity where it's a guy on first and second, no outs, and you know you have sort of a weak hitter coming up, don't want to shit on your boy, but Garcia, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but you use him to bunt them guys over or something just to – Make it a little easier for the team to score. I wish he do get creative in that area. Yeah, talking to the right person about that because I love situational bunting. So love small ball and the bunting and everything. But yeah, I mean, I completely agree because there's more to baseball than a home run. And obviously, if we've been struggling with that, you're absolutely right about getting more creative and trying to find ways to get the runners over anything. I mean, shit. It's like Randall, it's a, a strikeout, a walk, or a home run. So if he's not hitting home runs, what's the ratio of him getting on base or getting out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know Tony's I mean? an like, old school guy. He used to do course. that shit all the time. So I think part of it is the personnel on the field, you know, they're hurt all the time. So how are you going to send them running? Like they're going to get hurt again. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. But how I just, I feel like I've never seen a team or just in general an amount of people that get hurt simply running the first base. Yeah. I don't get it. That well, makes no you sense. You need to, to take me. over on staff. Jess. I get that a lot. Okay. I, <laughs> I just, I've just never seen it so often. Like I just, I just haven't. And you know what? I mean, when you talk to like one of my good friends, his dad and I, we talk baseball every time we see each other. He's a diehard Sox fan, but he's a baseball fan. He's the smartest baseball person I know because he coached his son and everything all growing up. But it's like me and him, we just talked about it, and it's it's so frustrating. But I don't know. It's it's I forgot where I was going with that. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, if I think like to me, it used to be an old saying: if you play not to get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. So, oh, sorry. That's what he. That's what. Uh, sorry, let's try. He was saying that like, like you don't need to be at the gym every day. He's like, drink some beer, eat some hot dogs. That's you know, like as a baseball player, because when you get 
sometimes if you get like too fit, you know, you lose flexibility. If you get too buff, you lose the flexibility or like certain things there. And like as an athletic trainer and like people look at it from the outside, not knowing respectfully, not knowing anything. And I've, I've tweeted that before. I'm like, respectfully, people are, are saying this, this, and that. It's like, you don't know shit <laughs> about like <laughs> the human body. And like, generally everyone is different. Every injury is different, believe it or not. Everyone's body reacts differently to it. Some people, in my experience, are susceptible to getting hurt, or it's their mentality, or it just it just varies. But I've never seen so many people get hurt just running. And I think, personally, it comes down to mobility and flexibility and things like that because you don't need to, you know, bench press 300 pounds. You don't need to deadlift this and that to be a good baseball player. Obviously, you need a strong arm. Obviously, you need, you know, be fit, but not Wrists necessarily. Wrists and forearms, right? Wrists and forearms. That's what they always did back, yeah. back in the so, day. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. I don't work for the Sox. I don't know everyone, every athlete, but it's pretty astonishing. And I just feel like I've never seen so many people get hurt just, like, running the first base. And it's kind of like you look at it and it's like, what, what are we doing here? Like, how – how, how does this keep happening kind of thing? And yeah. I don't have the answer, but, I mean, if you're asking me, I, I would just assume it's down to flexibility, to be honest, because, I mean, they normally you see them on the field, they get a really good warm-up. Obviously, if you just start sprinting the first as you get out of bed, might not end too well for you, but it seems like they warm up really well. But I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very frustrating to watch. But Yeah. And, you know, their offense is built to beat the shit out of you. It's built for extra base hits. All the guys up and down the lineup, they're built to hit doubles. They're built to hit home runs. And they built this team to where, let's face it, especially in the outfield, the defense sucks. So, you know, you got Eloy out there. You got Pollock's been terrible, even though he's an outfielder. He's been awful out there. You got Vaughn trying to cover out there and Sheets is out there. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Vaughn and Sheets aren't outfielders, and they're out there, you know. So they're built to hit the home run. So when you don't hit the home run, all these little mistakes are going to add up eventually over time. And I think that's kind of what we've seen happen so far this year. Um, The one really positive thing is the starting pitching has been phenomenal. Um, As Mac was saying earlier, um, even Lance Lynn, he's been susceptible to some home runs, but he's been a lot better lately too. Like even today, he wasn't that bad, but when your team only scores one run, you're not gonna do you're not gonna win you know yeah i think uh, he kind of working himself back in the game shape a little bit i think yeah. you know getting his stuff as sharp you getting his you know uh his accuracy and all that down pack you know getting a feel for his pitches because baseball especially for pitchers is a field game you know sure. everything is kind of quirky with them guys as far as you know finger placement and all that and getting everything down packed so you know, he's just working himself back in the game shape. I, I say this. I don't see Lance Lynn falling off a cliff like Dallas did. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I don't see that happening, you know what I mean? I I trust Lance Lance Lynn will return to himself, you know what I mean? I just think with the White Sox, it's like you have you have Grandel struggling and you got Yoan Moncada struggling, right? And they're looking at pitches. They're not really being aggressive. Like to me, when you have situations, and it's a it's a risk, it's a big risk. But to me, it's worth the risk. If you have first and second, and Yoan Moncada is up 
put those guys in motion. Do a hit and run or something. Make try to sure. open up the field for them. Like you have to be creative to score runs. You do when right. you're struggling, and and yeah. sometimes it's going to fail. You know what I mean? That's baseball. You know what I mean? But it's better than just sitting on your hands and not doing anything and watching the same thing happen over and over again. Like if you put on a hit and run, this guy Yoan Moncada has to be aggressive now. That's forcing him to be aggressive. It's the same thing with Yasmani Grandel. That's forcing him to be aggressive. Like, you have to get those two jump-started if we want to have any success as a team, especially with T.A. being out, you know. Yeah, especially because those are your left-handers, and we are absolutely pretty terrible against right-handers. So Mm -hmm. we need those guys to step up, or Gavin Sheets, who's, you know, I tweeted out earlier today, you know, he's, doing the best out of the three, but that's not really saying a whole lot, you know, because he's not doing that well either. So those three, especially, it would be great if they could step up and do some damage, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I I think, like I say, we probably take three out of four from the Royals. I was just saying, like, you know, the the twins, we'll see what happens with the twins. I don't know what's going on with them right now. Currently, they're playing L.A. tonight. Yeah, they playing the Dodgers. So if they lose. It's an opportunity. Yeah, I was just going to say, if they lose tonight, and even though the White Sox lost the first game against the Royals in this doubleheader, the White Sox will still pick up a half a game on the Twins. You know what I mean? So I think as fans, we need to take a deep breath and really look at this thing, you know, from a – full perspective just the whole viewpoint you know what I mean and like it's hard not, for a lot of people to do yeah it is you know what I mean every oh, game a lot is of people the ride the roller coaster. <laughs> they do they do they the ups and downs you know every every loss is the end of the world you know what I mean it's like man relax calm down a little bit like your team you ask any organization baseball organization where they want to be in August and they that's they want to be in the pennant race and the White Sox is independent, right? So I don't see why so many people are, are panicking. I know we had injuries, and, and that's a, one reason why I say to me, I know people get on Tony La Russa, but you got to think, for two years now, he's really never had his full team, and they've been in the pennant race both years. Right. You know what I mean? That's a pretty solid job. Right, for sure. So the lack of the trade deadline, is this going to come back to haunt us that they didn't make any moves uh, at the deadline? Uh, Kid, you hate prospects, so you probably wanted to see all the prospects (laughs) traded. Uh -uh. (laughs) I did. (laughs) You know, but when I looked at it, to be honest, I said, okay, the White Sox got Coastal Montgomery. Uh, They got Oscar Colas. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got, I forget the kid name. Ramirez or something like that, West Calf or whatever. Yeah, so West it's Cav. like the only prospects they have, sh- I think it's Ramley, Rem- some Ramirez anyway. But the only prospects they have shooting up the board is Coastal Montgomery, Oscar Colas looking good, you know. I and just don't, yeah, 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 and yeah. I I just don't see them getting rid of those guys because when you think about it, right? We don't know what's going to happen with the TA situation in free agency. Of course, everybody hopes 
you know, he comes back. We hope the White Sox bring him back, but you just don't know. Free agency is a toss-up. You don't know how that's going to go. You also got to think you have Yoan Moncada, but he's an inconsistent player. So you never know what you're going to get out of him. You have your outfield situation in the future is not really looking that good. You don't know what's going to happen with A.J. Pollock. Um, Eloy tends to get injured a lot. Uh, you got Robert. Robert who gets injured a lot. I mean, Vaughn, he can play outfield, but he's really he, he can be a serviceable outfielder, but he's really not a super legit outfielder. The same thing with Gavin Sheets. So if you get rid of any of those guys, you're really mortgaging, mortgaging your future because you don't know what's going to happen down the line. And I don't think they they didn't have enough to get like a Juan Soto. That was like no. out of the question. Yeah, I agree. And I guess you can be like, well, Brandon or Drury or whatever. You you may have could have made a push for him. He was a, he was a power guy who could probably play second base. So you probably could have made a push for him. But you have to realize the ninth prospect in the Padres system is different from the ninth, the ninth prospect in the, in the White Sox system. You know what I mean? So. People have to look at all that. And, and I honestly, I never believed the White Sox was going to get rid of Costa Montgomery. Like, you Rick Hahn. You just, that's probably your best high school draft pick you ever made. And everybody seems to be high on him. It's like, yeah. and you got to think, whether people want to say it or not, he's thinking about some of the players he got rid of that went on to have success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I didn't see him getting rid of that guy unless they could have got, I think it was a report that they could have got Shohei Otani and they was going to give up um, Eloy. Um, Giolito too, right? Yeah, Eloy, Giolito. I'm missing two people. Eloy, Giolito, Oscar Colas, and Colson Montgomery. So okay. I could see them doing something like that, like you could take a chance on that because let's be honest, Shohei gives you an arm. A dominant arm, you could say he's a better pitcher than Giolito, and he gives you a proven bat. I mean, and he gives you that power bat, and he's fast. He's a very athletic uh, kid. So I didn't see, but I didn't see them getting rid of Costa Montgomery. I'm gonna be honest. Like I didn't see, and I didn't see them really getting rid of Oscar Colas. Like that would kind of put a hole in their relationship right. that they have going with the Cubans. You know what I mean? Because you right. just signed them, and you're gonna. Right, send them off. You know what I mean. Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't see. So we just took the nightcap. So fifty six and fifty four. So if the Dodgers could beat the Twins, you know, we looking good. Yeah. I don't know what the Guardians bump self did today. Oh, they won. They They beat the Tigers. Okay. Yeah, they're playing Detroit. So basically, we just lost. The great AJ Hinch can't come through for us. (laughs) No surprise there. Everybody wanted them too, <laughs> except for me. I didn't want that ball. Yeah, no. <laughs> Unless he came with garbage cans and buzzers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Electronic devices, you know. Uh, I just, I just feel like there's, just in general, there's so many things that fans, in general, again, complain about that they have absolutely no say in any of it. Like, what do you gain about sitting on Twitter, tapping your fingers so fast on your phone in rage about Tony Larissa? Where's that going to get anyone? 
Yeah. No, like it's not going to change anything. Jerry Reinsdorf is going to do whatever the fuck Jerry Reinsdorf is going to do. Yeah. And we have absolutely no say in it. And he earned it right. Is not, this is not go protest and put your word out there. And woo, we want this. I want that. But you, you know, you can't like, you really can't do anything about it. They don't look on Twitter to make fans happy. They, they don't, don't give a fuck. They don't. So I just, I don't understand certain things. It's complaining. I get it. My biggest thing I complain about is probably fucking base running errors because it makes me so mad. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. But again, I mean, you know, it's so many things like you have zero control over. Yeah, Pretty much everything. I don't we, think we're Jerry suckers can. only still watch every game, but, you know. Jerry doesn't care. Up. And most of the White Sox fans that's complaining, they're going to go to the game anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like. But also. Also, I think it's stupid. I mean, if you don't want to watch a game, that's fine. But you go on Twitter, I'm striking. I'm not watching these games. <laughs> cool. What? Like, okay, great. Yeah. Not spending money, like going to a game. I get that. That's fine. If that's what you want to do. But it's like, I- I'm not watching. All right. Well, you do you. I'm a, like, I can't just, I tweeted this the other day. I can't fully give up on a team. That's just not in me. I can't. Mm-hmm. Say fuck this! I'm not like I, I. That's not something I do. But like, that's what you want to do. That's fine. But I. I mean, I don't know. I can't really say I like that because through thick and thin, for better or for worse. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. And then I see a bunch of people always saying, "Oh, this is the worst team I ever saw," and <laughs> the most aggravating. It's not even close, man. I've been watching this shit <laughs> since like 1983. There's been. 15 years probably worse than this one probably more than that you know so as frustrating as they are they still have some talent they're still winning a bunch of games they're over 500 i I mean they're below expectations sure but i mean still yeah i mean just recent history for five years (laughs) did you not see the 2016 team the 2017 team the 2018 team like the rebuild the rebuild teams was horrible I mean, right. it was them was horrible years. People you know like I mean? that because there was no pressure on yeah. them to win, so they could yeah. just you know relax and check People in was on going minor to the game baseball.com, go to, to watch the game. minor league games. Like yeah. literally, the White Sox would have minor league games on the big screen, the big bill. Yeah, it was it was so bad they put the minor league games on yeah. on NBC Sports Chicago. Exactly. You know? <laughs> And that's and and that's what you want to go back to. So you nah. you had no complaints about that, right. but your team is only two games back as far as winning the division, and this is the worst team you've ever seen. Come on, how, hope make, for the hope for the future is a hell of a drug. I think. Yeah, I mean, how, <laughs> how that makes sense. And then you complaining about the team you wanted. I remember when all these prospects was coming up. Everybody had Adolfo playing right field, Eloy playing left field, Robert playing center field, had uh, Vaughn, whatever, DH, and I don't know where he was. For, probably DH because you had uh, my man at first base, old trusty. They had Magical at the time at second base. They mm-hmm. had, because Grandel was here, him catching. You had Yoan Moncada at third base, T.A. at shortstop. This is the fucking team y'all prayed for and y'all giving up on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. with the exception of uh, Mika Adolfo, Micah Adolfo, who, who's, uh, I don't know, in the minor leagues or whatever. This is the team you asked for. Right. What's the complaints? I don't, I don't understand, man. Some people right. are never happy, so... Yeah, 
It is a lot of miserable people in this in this universe. <laughs> I will say that, man. A lot of crying and complaining. I don't know. For sure. That's weird. But on the show, we like to give, you know, our final thoughts. So we'll start off with you, Ken. What you got? Final thoughts is, you know, we got two more left with the Royals and then the Tigers uh, coming in. So this is a good opportunity, especially with the Twins playing the Dodgers. You know, get out there, win a few games, get things going in the right direction, you know, build some confidence without Anderson in the lineup and hopefully, you know, go on a little bit of a run because this is the time to make to make some ground, you know. Um, so hopefully that happens. And with that win tonight, hopefully take the next two and come home and beat the Tigers. So wow. That's all I got. So A.J. Hinch don't scare you, huh? No. no <laughs> Tigers don't scare me. All right. I hear that. What's your final thoughts for the people, Jess? Yeah, kind of going off on that, too. I mean, I'm just excited. Well, interested, but excited to see who really steps up because I think someone needs to, you know, really come up and come in big. But, I mean, we don't know. No one knows what goes on in the clubhouse. And people like to say everything like to say, you know, whatever. But I really hope that they can pull it together and realize that now is the time. I mean, We've gone through, like I said, players being hurt and being out. And, again, still over 500 and still in a pennant race. So, I mean, I think we can still do it, although missing TA is going to suck. Um, but we need to focus, um, hopefully stop playing like a little league team, stop with the base running errors, because I think that drives me nuts more than anything, um, and just play together as a team, string the other those hits. I mean, I think it's far from over, but – this is the time that I think we're really going to like prove ourselves and kind of, you know, I think we can do it, but you know, we got to get those bats going and I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be good, but uh, everyone I think just needs more confidence. They need to just pull together. Do, I mean, everyone says, Oh, on paper, we're the best, one of the best teams in the league. Well, that's not reality. So they just need to, I think they need confidence to get those hits strung together and, uh, think we'll be okay but we definitely need someone to kind of take take the reins and um make up for for ta being gotten a little bit but i think just playing as a team we can do it i agree with that i like the positivity i mean gotta try try. (laughs) i'm uh, i'm being positive all year so i'm glad of somebody to join i mean ken will be positive for the most part too he gotta throw his Old man angry rants when he don't take his oh, old yeah, man. Once, now. once in a while, once in yeah, a while. you gotta have a rant in there every now and then. You know, I think two days ago was that time for you, but I'm glad you're out of Twitter jail, man. It must have been yeah, hard. It felt fast. like a, a life sentence. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was our boy La Pantera, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he was counting down the hours. 16 yep. hours and 40 seconds to be exact. <laughs> I'm like, what do you got? A stopwatch going or something? What do you got going? What do you got they going remind on? me every time I'm on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's good, well, that's good man. I mean, uh, I think somebody said it. Bonnie said it. Uh, Twitter is kind of boring without Ken <laughs> on White Sox Twitter. So that's why I coined you the mayor of White Sox Twitter. <laughs> But, you know, once again, I would like to welcome us. Spooky Jess, the bad guy radio, seemed like the perfect fit. And like I always like to say, embrace, embrace the hate. Because if you have haters, 
you obviously is doing something right. Absolutely. So anyway, my take on the White Sox is this. We two games back. Oh, well, two and a half games back. Well, two games back now that they won. So if the Twins lose, they'll be a game and a half back of the division. Uh, we got most of our lineup together besides T.A., who was just recently injured and just got put on the uh, injured list now. I don't know what they call that thing now. Do they still call it? What they call the injured list? The injured list, yep. Yes, okay, yeah. Okay, you know. okay. Not the disabled list no more. They no, changed no, it. not anymore. We're, we're being politically correct on this, okay? Okay, you okay. I got it. Not the Indians, the okay. Guardians. Well, they call not me a dinosaur. Aisle, okay? <laughs> they call me a dinosaur, so I'm used to the old, <laughs> old language, the old lingo. But I think as White Sox fans, we should take a chill pill. I really do believe the White Sox going to win the division. If I didn't, I would tell you so. I don't believe in that line, and I don't believe in jerking people chains, as they say. So, I'm looking for the boys to get hot. I'm looking for Yoan Moncada to improve. I'm looking for Yasmani Grandel Yasmani to improve. And I'm looking for Luis Robert, as uh, Ken said, to turn into that superstar player, that generational talent we all thought he could be. And I'm looking for Dylan Cease to continue to just give everybody the business, Kopech to continue to develop, Lance Lynn to get you know, back to where he was last year. It looks like even Giolito improving. So it's a lot, actually, to look forward to. And not really to turn our nose up and be doing all this whining and crying that everybody's doing. So with that being said, Bad Guy Radio out.